father, but you know they're both they're both very famous verses. Barha bitam natavaro vapukarna yo karnikaram. That verse is from Venugita. It's from Venugita. And uh, you know, gopis, or it is considered the uh, best verse in the Bhagavatam, glorifying Krishna, the most uh, beautiful verse. It's beautiful because of the nature of its description. It's beautiful because of who is who is describing it, uh, namely the gopis. Therefore, it's. Uh, most most full of rasa uh, there are other uh, uh, other verses as well that come in uh, number two and three but uh, this is this is considered the best and especially describing when early in the morning not early in the morning actually late in the morning krishna is uh, going out with the cowherd boys and the cows uh, and uh, they uh, leave leave Nandagram and uh, leave leave for the forest uh, and of course uh, everyone else aside from cowherd boys Nanda Maharaj uh, elders gopis they uh, they stay behind. I mean, they continue to follow, follow, follow until Krishna you know, repeatedly asks them, "No, you should return. You should return." Uh, and then finally, Mother Jashoda and Nanda Maharaj they stop at the edge of the forest, and uh, gopis they can't. Uh, they can't be so uh, forward uh, as uh, parents uh, can, but uh, still Krishna communicates to them also with sidelong glances. Uh, and here uh, that he's uh, also Radran Vainur, uh, that uh, you know Randra means the holes of Venu. Venu Gita, it's the song of the flute, or the song that the flute inspires. It's actually the Gopi song, uh, and uh, with with the sound of the flute, Krishna also speaks to them. Uh, that's a it's a common uh, common means by which Krishna always addresses. Uh, different associates uh, when later on in the afternoon Krishna is coming home uh, then he'll be uh, he'll be informing Mother Dasura Nanda Maharaj uh, in advance uh, that uh, he's coming that he'll be able to hear the flute and uh, that that flute call that will then uh, call all of the uh, residents of Vrindavan. They will, they will come running. They will come to their door. They will come ahead. 
to greet Krishna, to greet the cowherd boys, the cows, uh, everyone's, uh, actually everyone's coming to greet Krishna, uh, but, uh, you know, they do on the plea of greeting their own children, uh, or seeing that uh, their herd is fully intact and all the cows are back. Uh, but uh, underneath it all, those are all just really disguises uh, for Krishna, uh, greeting Krishna, because everyone loves Krishna the most. And when uh, when Krishna uh, when Krishna's finished grazing the cows in the afternoon, just some time before that, then he then he calls the cows with his flute. Uh, and uh, the sound, Randram Vedu, then Adarasu Gayava Purnayam Gopavrinda. Then he blows the nectar of his lips into the flute, and then he calls the cows together, one at a time, or especially, of course, not all one at a time, because it's 900,000, takes a lot. But uh, the leader of the cows, and they all come. And of course, uh, at night, uh, when Krishna is uh, out at Vamsivat, then he will use the flute to call gopis. And at that point, uh, everyone else uh, will not be able to hear the flute. Uh, It's a sound only gopis hear, and then they may hear each of their names individually. Uh, uh, Lalita come, Shaivya come, Radha come, and everyone hears the flute calling them. So, unbeknown to each other, uh, they then uh, also go. So the flute, uh, flute is that ornament with which Krishna not only uh, calls his associates, uh, but actually controls, controls everything. It is the uh, ultimate, ultimate instrument uh, of control. And. Uh, and as Krishna then uh, goes, and of course then uh, they're standing there, residents of Vrindavan, uh, and they're hearing the flute uh, disappearing further and further and further in the distance. And when they no longer hear the sound of the flute, then, then they finally turn back. And they finally turned back. Krishna had told them, no, you must, you must uh, do this, and you must do that, and you must prepare for when I come, and you promised that I would, uh, I would have this new ornament, or I would have those clothes, so because they have, uh, they have different uh, services uh, assigned to them, because uh, they think, yes, uh, we have uh, these uh, uh, obligations we have to Krishna, so that that makes them go back. Then they're inspired to go back. Uh, I have to, I have to serve Krishna. Barha.
uh, Krishna's got peacock feather. Everyone knows Krishna has a peacock feather, Apidam, uh, and it's on his on his head, on his turban. Uh, in deities, Radhagokulananda, Radhlandanishwara, often they're wearing a crown, so it's in there. But Krishna always, always wears peacock feather, always has a flute. These are, these are his uh, eternal associates, they're must, they're always there. And uh, Natavara, uh, he, uh, he moves like Natavara, like uh, the best of dancers. Uh, uh, extraordinary movements, it's hard really for us to conceive. Shriya Kanta Kanta Paramapurusha Kalpatrava. So Lord Brahma says every every movement is a, a dance step, uh, every word is a song, uh, everything is artistic. Uh, whereas, you know, in our world today, everything becomes more and more mechanistic, more and more like machine. Uh, we've got computers moving and, you know, they do dance steps and so on to imitate the movement of, uh, uh, of robots. So, but uh, here it's not robotic movement, but it's uh, very beautiful, very attractive uh, uh, movements. So, uh, he is uh, the best of dancers. Uh, and of course, Bapu, uh, his, uh, his body is, uh, is the essence of all beauty, of all power, of all knowledge. Uh, Krishna and his transcendental form are non-different. Uh, he is uh, the Natavaro uh, Bapu that uh, he body is curved uh, in, the, uh, in ways that uh, dancers uh, naturally do. Well, they got so many different uh, dances in uh, today's, uh, not today's, but in the Indian culture, uh, Odissi dance uh, and uh, Bharat, Natyam and so on. Uh, ultimately, all of these things uh, derive from Krishna's uh, original movement. And Karnayo Karnikaram. Well, this uh, Karnikara, uh, I, a, everywhere grows a yellow aromatic uh, flower throughout Vrindavan. I'm in Vrindavan right now. And, uh, but it's not blue, it's yellow. Uh, but in any case, uh, Krishna, Krishna places flowers on his ear. It's a very sort of nonchalant decoration. Uh, and uh, of course, not only has he got uh, flowers on his ear, uh, but he's also got a beautiful uh, garland and so many other things with which uh, his body is uh, decorated. Uh, he's got uh, 
uh, Chandan uh, on his forehead, uh, and also on other parts uh, on his arms. Uh, they put uh, stamps, stamps of Chandan. Uh, and Bibradvasha. Uh, uh, so uh, he uh, wears garments, Bibradvasha, Kanaka Kapisham. So they are yellow like Kanaka, uh, they're like golden color, golden color dhoti. I mean, you know, some people, some people like you, but Krishna doesn't wear a dhoti. But maybe he wears something else. Uh, I've never heard what the something else would be, uh, but uh, our our understanding is that that's that's the kind of traditional cloth that Krishna wears. Or, uh, of course, it may be tied in different ways. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu always had it in this trikacha method of tying, or it could be the way. Uh, we call it the chakriya way of uh, wearing uh, wearing clothes, which is sort of looks a little more like pants, but he's certainly not wearing jeans or anything like that. <laughs> and he's got uh, and he's got an upper cloth, uh, lower cloth, and upper cloth. And in the winter time, he wears bandhi. Uh, he he wears coat. Uh, that's uh, that's also there in Shastra. And there's the Vajrayanti. Uh, Vajrayanti garland. Uh, Vajrayanti garland that's uh, either made by florists in Nandigram or made by cowherd boys, servants, or perhaps made by Srimati Radharani uh, secretly and brought over and really exchanged with the other Vajrayanti garland that someone else made. And uh, because she made it, so uh, Krishna can uh, perceive the uh, scent of her lotus hands and her touch. Uh, it uh, gives him the feeling that uh, Srimati Radharani is uh, hanging around his neck. So, Vajrayantim uh, Chamaalam, uh, so that is the garland. And Randhraveno, uh, within, uh, we already mentioned, within the holes of his foot, Adara Sudhaya. So he, Apurayan, uh, he fills up the holes of his foot with the nectar of his lips. Um, Krishna's lips are very sweet. Uh, there's a very wonderful taste associated with Krishna's lips. Uh, you know, Chaitanya Charitamrita, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu talks about uh, the taste of Krishna's lips, the effect of Krishna's lips on the food that he eats, uh, how it's such an extraordinary uh, influence and the different types of ecstasies uh, that it uh, awakens. So that similar uh, type of sweetness, it becomes transformed. It goes into the flutes uh, and it becomes transformed into 
sound, and, and therefore it's that same sound that comes out, uh, that was the taste of Krishna's lips, now it comes out as the sweetest, most attractive uh, sound. Uh, so it's Shudaya, uh, it's like nectar. Uh, and then, but Krishna is not alone. So Gopa Vrindai, there's the cowherd boys surrounded by so many cowherd boys. Sridam, uh, Sudam, uh, Madhmangal is also there, although he's not a Gopa, but he's a, a cowherd, he's a, a Brahmin, a young boy. And uh, of course, uh, then there's also uh, Shubal. Uh, and uh, so many other cowherd boys, uh, along with uh, Balaram, because Balaram is the leader of all those cowherd boys. So we're in the Aranya, uh, and uh, they're entering into the Aranya, into the forest uh, of Vrindavan. And here, what do we have in terms of a uh, reference? So he says, Svapada Ramanam Pravishad Gita Kirti. The pathways of Vrindavan are just covered with Krishna's lotus footprints. And then so many Acharyas uh, talk about how uh, the cows, the deer, uh, the animals are very, very careful not to smear Krishna's footprints. Of course, that's very interesting because it must make their movements very, very erratic and very uh, calculated where they're going to step and where they can't step. But anyway, Krishna's footprints uh, are uh, throughout Vrindavan. Uh, and uh, even to this present day, if someone is fortunate, then they can see Krishna's footprints. Swapadaramana, uh, and they're very enchanting. Uh, and all together like this, uh, the cowherd boys, uh, they're also uh, Gita, Kirti. Uh, they're uh, singing uh, Krishna's uh, glories. Everyone sings Krishna's glories. That's Nam Sankirtan. They sing about the demons that Krishna killed, uh, they sing about Krishna's uh, uh, being tied by Mother Jashoda. Uh, they sing about Krishna's uh, appearance. Krishna's the village hero, and uh, this is this is their Nam Sankirtan, Leela Sankirtan, Guna Sankirtan. Uh, they're chanting and singing uh, about uh, uh, Krishna. And that singing really echoes throughout the Vrindavan forest. And uh, that way all of the trees and birds and bees and animals and everyone, uh, everyone knows, oh yes, now, now Krishna's coming, Krishna's on his way. So they're all uh, very, very expectant. And there's so much to unpackage uh, in that beautiful song. Everyone who hears it 
becomes absorbed in uh, ecstatic love. All the cowherd boys are in ecstatic love. Krishna and Balaram, uh, the gopis, although the gopis are feeling very intense separation, as are the other residents uh, of uh, Brindavan. Uh, they're feeling separation from Krishna. So that's the, uh, that's our meditation for the day. I just need to drink a little water. My voice is so dry. So it's 40, 43 degrees over here. So it's like, you know, living in a uh, oven. Next time on iPhone, I'm going to uh, talk about uh, the uh, other, uh, other verse. Uh, Madhavendra Puri's uh, very famous verse uh, that uh, quoted a few times, three times, four times in Chaitanya Charitamrita. Aidina Daya Dunata He Maturunata Kadala. And uh, verse that uh, Madhavendra Puri chanted uh, repeatedly over and over and over again in the last days of his life, uh, feeling separate, the same type of, similar type of separation that uh, Srimati Radharani uh, felt from Krishna when he left for Vrindavan. Anyway, I'm glad that you're uh, you're better situated over there, and uh, I'm glad that gives uh, Janava also a uh, certain, much more relief, I think psychologically as well as, well, psychologically, that you're well situated and being nicely taken care of. Janava, is there anything we want to talk about? No, thank you. Thank you, Harish. It's like best part of the week to hear from and to hear from you. Um, yeah, I'm here in Brindavan, and uh, well, I'll be here for another week, and then uh, or even more than a week, and then I'm going to try and go to uh, well, not try and go to go to Dubai. Uh, and okay. Actually, I just. I'm going to talk to the people over there now, just to start arranging for uh, for my visit. Okay. So we'll uh, we'll we'll stay in touch, and you keep me abreast of things, right? Yes. Yes, definitely. Yes. Okay. Is there anything else that uh, uh, Akinchana uh, wants to ask or? Uh, Oh, Although I know he can't really speak, so he's going to. Okay. Okay, so, so we, we have a good meditation from that verse. Yes, 